0: Hello, this is taboo Winslow Morris, sole owner and founder of Triumphant Athletic Agency, author, producer, and podcaster. Let's play ball and win. Our genuine discussion today is what financial moves must you do in 2023 to have a better financial outlook? Our guest today is Brian Peller, he is a business development, di- the business development director and certified credit union financial counselor at Freedom Federal Credit Union. Welcome to the Confronting Galilee podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I am going to read a few things, an article that I, um, I got off of Equifax.com about um, personal enrichment and finances over the holidays and they had five five ways to prepare for your finances for the holidays and I know we're in the midst of the holidays and basically Christmas is already done you didn't spend that money Um, However, we have 2023 creeping around the corner. And if you've been following me, you remember that I had an economist on and he predicted that we were going to go into a recession. So we don't want to go into 2023 um, not having educated ourselves on how we can better ourselves for 2023 financially. The first thing it says, it tells us that we should do a, a budget. And it's not just a holiday budget. You should keep yourself on a budget all year long. That's how most Americans and us and me get out of trouble when we make a budget and we put it in pencil and you hear those people that say, well, a budget is something that is a movable target. You can always change a budget. But if you change it too much, you get in trouble. So you should make a budget you need to be careful on spending on credit cards. I'm one. I can raise my hand high. I said I wasn't going to do any debt spending this Christmas. And guess what? Guess what I did? I went out and bought a few Christmas gifts at the last minute on credit. And I promised myself that I wasn't going to do that. So no more of that in 2023. Budget your your, your gifts that, that you're going to get. Save now, spend later. I think that's awesome that you're you know if you put a put ten dollars here ten dollars there and a savings account every month and you forget about it that adds up and get crafty when you can nothing says I owe you quite like a homemade gift well you know Christmas is over but we got New Year's Eve and New year's this year guys is it falls on a dangerous day because it falls on a Saturday and New Year's Day is a Sunday. That means you got more time to party because you're off on Monday. So more people are more willing to go out and do stuff and spend more money. So I'm just going to tell you to, you know, make sure you do something for yourself, but don't spend too much money. We want to make our outlook in 2023 to look more, to look better. And for travel plans, you know, everyone's been on the news listening to how Southwest has um, had put a hiccup in a lot of people's travel plans. And I'm sure that put a hiccup in some people's budgets as well. So let's make sure that in 2023, if you're doing travel plans, think of a B and a C plan, especially if you're going to be using the airlines. But now I want to introduce my friend, who actually, um, we work together at a bank that is way out of business. it? it I mean, it was Provident, Provident Bank. And um, he's also, I wanna give full disclosure, He's he also is a board member um, on the foundation board for CCBC, CCBC Essex, Essex, the a- Essex campus. So I wanna make sure I give um, that disclosure as well. How long have you been in the industry, Brian? Don't age us too bad.
1: <laughs> I've been in this industry for uh this, this 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 coming June will be twenty-nine years. Wow. So yeah, it's been a long time. I still think it was two weeks ago, but
0: Wow. Now was Provident your first banking mm-hmm. institution? It was, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that.
1: Wow. Okay. Started as a as a uh teller. Well, we were called sales associates because I was in store and uh, did teller work and uh, account opening and talked to people in the aisles of the grocery store and went from there. I, I've done just about everything in a, in a
0: branch, uh, anything,
1: almost everything retail.
0: Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you started, um, started as a teller. Yeah. That's good to know, though. Tell us about Freedom Federal Credit Union.
1: Uh, so Freedom Federal Credit Union is a uh, credit union here in Harford and Baltimore Counties uh, in Maryland. And we have uh, five branches spread throughout. So anyone who lives, works, worships, goes to school, or volunteers in Harford or Baltimore County can join the credit union. Um, and we've been around, I don't know if I said this, 70 years. Uh, this this year will be our 70th anniversary. and. Uh, It's very exciting. We started out as a military-based credit union, and Hmm. now we serve the community as a whole.
0: Okay, very good. And how many branches and locations do you guys have?
1: We have, I want to say five. I probably should have looked this up before we talked. But we have uh, branches in uh, Bel Air, Forest Hill, um, Edgewood, Havy Grace, and White Marsh.
0: Okay, very good. Thank you what products and services do freedom federal credit union offer that is different you know before i jump to that what is the difference between a credit union and a bank because some people don't know
1: right so a lot of things i hear things all the time like people think credit unions you have to belong to a union to join or um it's only for people that are poor and all or all kinds of misconceptions so a credit union is is basically Uh, a bank except for we're not-for-profit so the way we do business is very different so because we're not a not-for-profit we have a mission and our mission and most credit unions is the same is to improve the finances of the people who live and work in the communities we serve and to do that again because we're not-for-profit we have usually higher rates on savings products and lower rates on loans
0: Okay, very good. Thank you. Now, let me go back to this question. Yes. What products and services do Freedom Freedom Federal Credit Union offer that is different from other banking institutions?
1: So, you know, this question is is a little difficult because my first answer is going to be none, right? We don't don't have anything that's different. Uh, It's what's in those products that's what's different. So, to give an example, uh, we have a checking account checking checking count any place but our checking account is is free quote unquote because we don't require a minimum balance we don't require direct deposit we don't require anything so it doesn't cost you anything to have the account uh you know most banks either require a direct deposit or a minimum amount or you pay a fee so we don't have any of that. It is, when we say it's free, it's free. Now, if you, if you mess up, there's, there's prices there too, but even those are less than you'll pay at, at a bank because we're not-for-profit, so we're not jacking it up to make it, to make more money. Um, our savings account, um, you get those at a bank, but most savings accounts in most banks have a $500, $250 minimum balance requirement. We, we have a dollar. Uh, requirement an account, and that, and re- <laughs> the only reason we have that is to become a to become a member of a credit union. You have to have a savings account. Remember, our mission is to improve the finances, and you can't improve your fi- your finances unless you have a savings account. So we require a savings account, and we require you to have a dollar in it. That dollar is locked down. Uh, you can't ever take it out unless you leave the credit union, um, which you know it's it's a dollar. So right now, so you know what I mean. So it's it's a, it's basically. Free. And there again, no minimum balances, no amount you have to put into it. Those are free. On the lending side, we usually have lower rates uh, on, on loans. So uh, to give you an example, if you want to refinance a car with us to save some money, we'll take you down to as low as 2.99%. which is next to impossible to find these days so we're going to save you two percent from whatever you're paying now as low as 2.99 to refinance that car if you qualify uh, for any kind of loan so and then we have a real emphasis on education i'm a certified credit union financial counselor i do seminars with businesses my business partners for their employees um hopefully this year we're going to be doing a podcast about um, education, financial education, that article you read' I, it's, a lot of it is what I, I, I agree with, and maybe in a minute we'll get into some of the things that I, I would I would suggest people do. so okay to, to do those.
0: Very good, Thank you, Brian. What suggestions do you recommend to help my listeners make wiser financial decisions? and the new year. I can't believe we're getting ready to go into 2023.
1: So our number one thing is the number one thing that was what you read is you have to have a budget. Mm -hmm. You have to have a budget and you have to have it written down. This is the thing people (laughs) say, I have a budget. It's in my head. Like I know how much I could spend. It's like, no, it has to be written down. It has to be someplace where you see it every day because you want to remind yourself of what you're working towards. Now, Having a budget is great and dandy and important and the very first step you need to do to improve your finances this year or next year or whatever year you're going into. Um, But it doesn't solve the problem, right? So the problem is in America, 90% of Americans, uh, maybe not quite, maybe 85% of Americans, spend more than they make. And you can write a budget down, but if you're spending more than you make and your entire check Is going to uh, paying down, just paying your minimum payments. (laughs) And then you wind up, many people I've counseled have this problem where they make all their payments and they're paying everything on time, but then they have to use their credit cards to live off of because they they spend every dime they have paying their minimum
0: payments. Let me stop you right there, Brian. Um, I'm glad you touched on that because we're post COVID. Well, not really. We're, yeah, we're kind of. And we have had so many people who have had to downsize. Um, I think um, the economist said 40% of businesses that went out of business during COVID were um, minority-owned businesses. Um, I've met people who have gone out of business that had four and five generations in their company, family-owned businesses. And a lot of those individuals, unfortunately... Had to use debt mm-hmm. to mitigate their problems, or to not mitigate, but to use that as a bridge
1: mm-hmm.
0: over COVID. Right? Um, they even taken they've taken jobs that were paying them less during COVID, and now they're trying to get themselves back in a in a in a good space with credit cards. You said that most Americans. Use the credit cards, and then they just they're just paying the minimum, paying the minimum, paying the minimum, and then they just have enough money. So, where you, where what what's your suggestion to get out of that grip? If they are paycheck to paycheck, and we got to remember we're post COVID. If they use those credit cards thinking, thinking that you know this was gonna help me get over the bridge, Mm -hmm. because I actually know some folk, and I'm going to go here because I know some folk who didn't want their credit messed up, used their credit cards during COVID when they locked down everything, making less money, but they didn't want to walk away with not paying a bill. Right. They didn't want to do bankruptcy. Right. And now we have the feds who are now increasing mm-hmm. okay. the interest rates and those individuals that use those credit cards to get them over that, hump, over that bridge now they're getting a double whammy from COVID. Mm-hmm. So what is your suggestion on So that? It's hard,
1: right? It's, it is it, it is a difficult situation. And, and this is the other thing, even <laughs> without all that, is we say, you got to pay yourself something first. So if you're in...
0: Now, what you mean by pay yourself something? Is that the savings account? That's the that $10 I was talking whatever, about whatever, putting away? Right. Yes.
1: But okay. I have... I have even more suggestions okay. about when we get there. But for the people that are struggling, this is me as a credit union financial counselor. I, this is not me as Freedom Federal <laughs> Business Development Director. Okay, so I don't think they would disagree with what I have to say, but I just want to put that out there that I did. this is nothing that I've ever right. cleared with them. But this is what I tell people when I'm, when I'm talking to them, just in general in the community um, in this role, is that declaring bankruptcy is not the worst thing in the world okay now there are steps to take before you get there right there are counseling there is you should you can do it on your own or you can go to many credit counseling places i recommend not for profits like the bet like um, cccs (laughs) that that will work with your creditors to try to lower your payments shut down the cards pay them off in a, in a lower way, with no interest. So not, they don't usually, they don't, and you'll get a small hit because you're close. But you can
0: do that as your, for you yourself. Do,
1: and I was going to say, you can do it yourself if you have time. You can call your creditors and say, I can't pay this bill anymore. I, said, I, I need, I can't, I don't have a to make the minimum payment. And they will close the card. That will take a small hit to your credit, a small hit to your credit. And it, it will come back quickly as you're paying things down. Okay, but if you're out of control, you should you should do that anyway. You should you need to do that. That's the first step. Right before we th- get to bankruptcy, that's the first step. But this is what I want to tell people because this is what because you said something that that struck with me that I've heard a million times. They don't want to not pay back what they owe. They don't want their credit to get hurt. They don't want. Well, guess what? When you're at ninety percent utilization of your credit, mm-hmm. your credit is getting hurt every single month. Period. Um. So, a lot of people also live and die by their credit score like their credit score defines them as a person and i'm going to tell you right now it does not
0: well the only reason they do that is because you know they can't get anything if their credit is decent. Th-
1: that that's true that's that they can't the better your credit it's a crazy world right I'm going to this too <laughs> it's a crazy world the people who need the credit the most pay the most for credit because they're the bigger biggest risks mm-hmm. to them so, when you, we used to say this all the time about home equity loans. You probably remember this from provident mm-hmm. days. We would tell people that say, well, I don't need a home equity loan. I don't need a home equity line of credit. And we were like, well, this, that's when you get it. Because when, when you, you need do, it, right. you won't be able to get it. Exactly. So, but neither here nor there. Um, but it doesn't define you, right? If you have a bad credit score, if you have a bad... I'm I'm not Italian, but I use my hands like (laughs) I am. So if you have a bad credit score, um, it doesn't make you a bad person, right? Bad things happen to good people all the time. It's working through it. And unfortunately, as much as I wanna say, you call those creditors, work out payment, repayment plans, you know, then you can do, you can call creditors and do do a, do a payoff for less than you owe plan. That'll hurt your credit. And then finally, there's bankruptcy. And bankruptcy is here for those that got in over their head. And most of the time, most people, most people, not everybody. Some people do, but most people don't go out saying, say, I'm going to use all my credit <laughs> and not be able to pay anybody back. And that's not what happens. Not they get most sick, people. they get in the hospital, they lose their jobs, they go to business and it goes bankrupt, it goes out of business. All those things happen, and, and bankruptcy laws are here to help you recover. And this is the other thing I like to say about credit is that your credit score today is not your credit score in a year. You know what I mean? You can work on those things. Um, but I know, I, 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 I've been helping somebody who was laid off before COVID, and they got laid off again during COVID. Mm. And I asked them how much how much debt do they think, you know, unsecured bad debt do they think they have? And they said, oh, it's really bad. It's like 40, $45,000, mm. but they never wrote it down. This is the other thing. You gotta write it all down. They, so we wrote it all down and it was $110,000 in debt. And they were making decent money, and people were like, "How can you not? How can you not have any money? Because you make good money. You and your but spouse you're paying make the your money. bills. But you're paying your bills that you got while you were laid off. And um, so there are other things too. If your credit is at a credit union more than I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying out the bank at a credit <laughs> union more than uh, any other the other financial institutions, because our mission is to help improve the finances. We will do a, a, a debt consolidation loan or a home equity loan for someone whose credit may be closer to 600 hmm. okay if you're at a bank i'm not saying i don't i i don't do loans so i don't know our exact parameters but at a bank it's like 660 640 mm-hmm. if you blow that you can't get nothing a credit union good ones that are community focused like us you can we will look at the whole picture and see you know we, you know, this always used to drive me crazy when I was a branch manager is you have someone who needs help and they're making their payments and they're paying their bills and we want to do a debt consolidation loan in order to free up some cash. And they're like, no, because they got all this, they're, they, they get, they're so added, they're so much in debt, you know, this doesn't, their, their DTI, their debt to income mm-hmm. ratio is too bad. And I'm like, but we're, we're actually going to help them, l- help them with payments mm-hmm. and that, you know, and help them get more cash. But we don't have that so much at a credit union, at least of our size, because we are looking at the whole picture and we can see, oh, yes, we're taking $30,000 and we're putting $30,000 in a debt consolidation loan or home equity loan at a lower interest rate and paying it off in five years and also saving them. You know, that person we talked about, Mm -hmm. they did a home equity loan for not even all of it, but a lot of it, uh, and they're saving $2,200 a month. Yeah, have equity loan. Yeah, so and now, just met with them the
0: other day. Now they actually have started putting money in savings, and that is that's 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 something that we need to do in twenty twenty three. I actually will. Um, I I told my listeners before that I had a my car note, my original car note for my first Infinity that I purchased. I was at a sixteen percent interest rate. And I was pissed, but I was in a hurry, and I hadn't bought anything in over 10 years. So it was basically like giving somebody with no credit a, a loan. So I got dinged for it. Even though I had great credit, I had great credit. I was upset. So what I did is I went and got a new car so that I could get out of that, that 16% interest rate, and I got 0.5% on my new vehicle. However, um, I probably wouldn't have done that if I could have found a bank or a credit unit to refinance me. Right. Yeah. And I tried, but nobody was like, whoa, this was doing COVID. Right. And it was like, well, we don't know if we want to do that. This is doing COVID. Right. And I'm like, I'm a good risk. I've never missed a payment. Right. So I understand that. And if they had did that, I would be $300 richer a month. Right. right
1: now, <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it, COVID really changed everything. So, yes, it did. I, you know, but we, uh, I think we did pretty well by our members. So I think um, during COVID, uh, I want to talk about businesses. Yes, and, and I planning, want you so, to talk about businesses. So it, it's a different animal, right? Mm-hmm. So you're running a business, and how how often? So here's what happens: a lot of times, people run a business. They get, they, they, get, they, get, they get money, they get paid from their vendors mm-hmm. uh, or they sell things and they get money and, and the money comes in and they got a little bit of payroll maybe, or maybe they're just self-employed and they pay themselves and that's how they run their business, right? And then um, they never look at it. They never, they never look at the numbers. They never look at what's selling, what's not selling. They never look at what they're spending on marketing, especially a, a small, small business. You have to run your business like it's Walmart, even if it it's just <laughs> you. Right, you need to once a week. <laughs> you need to. Taboo is hollering at me because I keep banging at the table. Um, you need to once a week look at those numbers and see where you are and keep a spreadsheet. And I know it costs money. Maybe you don't need a CPA, but you should. Ha- you should talk to look into a bookkeeping service, which is much less expensive. Um, that's what you, you need. You need to also look at the market trends. You need to become a, you need to, and I know this is stuff you've probably already told people. You need to be a subject matter expert of whatever your business is. You need to know if your business is changing, how you stay ahead of it, or maybe it's time to sell. Sometimes, sometimes I, 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 doing this as a branch manager and I was a business banker for a little while. um, Some people, I never realized this, but some people own a business, start a business to sell it.
0: That, that, I do know some so, folks that have done you
1: that. Know, and, and even if that's not what you want to do, sometimes when you look at the trends, it is what, what you should do. But you need to constantly, we get caught up in the day to day running of the business. We forget to look at the bigger picture. And you at least once a week need to look at the bigger picture and see where money is coming and where, try to forecast out where things are going and where there might be shortfalls so you can handle those. It's a very tricky business. Uh, I would recommend if you don't have a very good business banker, wherever you're banking, find one mm-hmm. that you can trust and talk to about. Not It's not just about... It should never be... What, your business banking relationship should never be about you making deposits and withdrawals only. It should be about getting advice from a business banker who's been around to see other businesses and give you suggestions on what you can do. You need a relationship with your business banker more than... A person does with their personal banker. I yes, you do. Year,
0: so. so, what offer? What kind of products do you guys have here for businesses, small and large?
1: So, we only do small business. For okay. The
0: part. And uh, what what is what you consider small business? So, it, it. I would say five million or under. Okay. So, in
1: in revenue, it 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 really all depends. We we'll do anything, but the problem is is that we don't. We're a very small credit union.
0: Okay. So,
1: all of our ancillary services are outsourced so so but if you're like i'll give you an example there's a travel agency that banks here that i i brought in Mm -hmm. you know they do about five hundred thousand dollars a year in sales and they do about 20 transactions a month you know in and out okay that's all free okay if you're doing less than 100 transactions a month it's free so what
0: exactly what uh, what products do you guys so offer the services
1: yeah so we we do have so we have the basic just like a just like a personal account here it's a little weird a business has to have a savings account okay um and then we have business checking we have three different levels depending on the amount of transactions and some of the after the free 100 under is free and then there's two more that have a monthly fee because okay. you know there's a lot more back office work that has to be done every month with okay. business accounts mm-hmm. the government has a whole lot more rules that have to be followed <laughs> with business accounts mm-hmm. um, so the more complicated those there in addition to that do we offer payroll okay. we, have, we have a payroll relationship with an, another company um, uh, but we do offer all merchant services like credit card processing okay. and things like that that's that's our basic what we have for for businesses okay let's
0: talk about loans do you guys do mortgages and do you do you do you do do, do, uh, mortgages or lease whole improvements for businesses and then mortgages for personal yes
1: yeah but yes all that so we do um commercial real estate loans okay uh all different types i believe we have like a three million threshold but if you have a loan bigger than that we will find partners okay to take some of it yeah Um, but we do our biggest, our big thing with, with commercial lending is vehicles, a lot of vehicles, things like that. Um, and then equipment loans, things like that. We do every, we do everything a big bank will do, just maybe not in the millions and millions and millions of dollars capital. Okay. Then on the personal side, we do everything. And it's unusual because we do things that a lot of places don't, no longer do. So obviously the bread and butter of any credit union are, are car loans. Okay. So we, have, we beat everybody's rate on car loans. It's a little crazy how quickly they went up this year, but we're still below market on car loans.
0: I wish I had known that when so, I was going to refinance that, my car instead of buying a new one, but that's okay.
1: But we also, and this is harder and harder to find. I think this is a COVID hit that most banks didn't want to take anymore. We still do boats and RVs okay. and motorcycles. Okay. Those are some things you can still find those out there, but a lot of places no longer, including other credit unions, no longer offer them, so it's a little harder hmm. to find. But we do all those. We do home equity loans and home equity lines of credit. Home equity lines of credit are pretty easy to find anywhere. Our rate is better, but we do home equity loans. Those are harder to find. Those places, most banks don't wanna do loans. They just wanna do the lines of credit. Right. Because then the rate is variable. Right. So what we do, a, we have a fixed rate home equity loan. Um, mortgages, we do as well. Trying to think of missing anything. I think that's uh, pretty much the gamut of of it all. So, but um, home improvement loans and debt consolidation loans, we call those uh, um, anything loans. So, anything unsecured that's not a car, anything that's unsecured, we have one category called anything loans. They can be used for home improvements or uh, debt consolidation, whatever you prefer.
0: Okay. Now, what with somebody that maybe you're in a Believe it or not, I know some people that still have a um, verbal mortgage, which, who would do that? Right. But I do know some people that are doing that and have had a hit, a bad hit on their credit.
1: Right. Hmm.
0: What What suggestion do you have for them? If they have had a bad hit on their credit, they aren't at the point where they need to do bankruptcy. Right. But they need to really refinance. So, How do you guys, what, I mean, do you offer help for people like that?
1: We do, but it gets hard, right? Okay. The problem is when someone has a verbal or a not a formal mortgage mm-hmm. product, the cost to refinance that is because everything has to be researched, right? The title work is probably triple what it normally is in a refinance. A normal refinance of a, of a mortgage the the title work is $500 where you're doing these no official mortgage mortgage you know what i mean no <laughs> you know what i mean these handshake mortgages basically
0: this is the actually hard, I, the person i'm thinking about yeah. i won't say their name but the person i'm thinking about actually is banking with one of the big institutions and they did this yes i don't know really? why
1: hmm. i don't know why so they did. Not to get into this personally thing, but other way, but do, so they don't. So what? It, what's technique So what is the bank technically holding? Are they're they holding, holding their mortgage. They're holding the mortgage. Yeah, but it, they didn't give them a mortgage.
0: They gave them a mortgage, but it had like a five-year. It was. It was almost. It was almost done like a commercial mortgage.
1: So it's a it's a thirty-year term with a five-year payback.
0: Or a five-year? No, it it moves. At five oh, years, okay, it, okay. it yeah, got higher.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a so it's it's yeah yeah it so, weird. Yeah, it's an ARM. It sounds like an ARM, adjustable rate mortgage. So that's easier to get out of. Then uh, there are places where you can go, and they will give you basically a personal loan for the house, and then you do a um, like a personal guarantee, and that's how they hold the That's how they hold the house. I don't know why anybody would do it, but some people with really bad credit do it because they're paying like a, an eighteen percent mortgage rate. Those are hard to get out of. Because there is no mortgage. So there was no title work done. So then you have to do all this other work in order to do it. But an arm should have should have all that work. So I would still talk to a credit union. Any whether it's us or another credit union, if they're if you're having some if you're ha- if your credit took a hit, but it's still fair to just a little bit not. Good, you know what I mean. I mean, I don't know how to. I don't want to say bad. I hate using the word bad credit, but if it's not destroyed, if your credit's not destroyed, you. Might I say impaired.
0: I impaired. call it impaired yeah.
1: So if you have impaired credit, depending on how impaired it is, your best bet still credit union, in my opinion. But there's also just talk. I would talk to somebody because talk to uh, talk to a mortgage lender at a credit union, not the people in the branch. They will just refer you anyway. So you can call whatever credit you want to call and ask for the mortgage division and talk to a lender who, you know, the mortgage is more than any other product in the bank. See, I'm trying not to touch the table. Um, there's so many, right? There's so right. many programs and, and and different fifteen year, thirty year arms. I don't think we do arms here. I hope I, I don't think we do. But um and arms have their place, right? But this person probably wasn't didn't say I'm gonna definitely move in five years, right? No. right? Mm-mm. That's where an arm comes in. If you know you're gonna move, but in five years, then get the arm because you're gonna be you're gonna sell it right. before it adjusts. Um, but talk to talk to a mortgage lender for sure.
0: So what else? What else? Uh, recommendations do you have for my listeners out there right. that so, so, so gonna... that we can. Have a better outlook in 2023.
1: I, I'm, I'm going to give you some of my savings tips. Okay. Because here's the deal. You got to start savings. Yep. Nothing happens. Your life is not going to get better until you start savings. And I believe, and you said this, kind, kinda of, you touched on this before. When you start savings, it becomes addictive. Mm-hmm. Right? You like to look and see that money grow. Now, the interest rate is going to be not great. But, you know, you can. it doesn't matter. The balance is going to grow. So, I have a couple of rules. I, I'm an overspender myself. I, <laughs> I, if I go to the grocery store... I'll give you, before, before we had this, I went out and got lunch at a grocery store. I walked out with seven things I had no plans on buying on today. So I like to spend, but here's the thing. If I go out and I want to, I see an impulse thing that I want to buy. Let's say it's a diet soda, it's a diet soda and it's $2.59, isn't that ridiculous? A diet soda is $2.59 for a 20 ounce bottle, but that's neither here nor there. I can't buy that soda unless I also have $2.59 to put in my savings account.
0: Okay, Plain so you match what you spend?
1: I match on, on any impulse purchase. Not plan, not my groceries, because okay. that'd be ridiculous. Okay. But here's the thing. Because if I don't have an extra $2.59 to put in my savings account, then I shouldn't be buying the soda to begin with. Okay. That's one. The other thing we, we touched on briefly, this, the first part of it. You need to write down all your debt. Yes. You
0: need, you need to write
1: down the balance, the interest rate, your monthly payment. Um, that's basically it. Those three things. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but those are those are big ones. You're going to write down those three things. Now, there's a thing called the snowball program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the official way, the official way the snowball program works is you take the, the one with the biggest balance and the highest interest mm-hmm. rate, and you put extra money on it. Mm-hmm. And as you pay, when you pay that off, then you take all that extra money you have I from you pay the that on off. The next X. one, next. I do it differently. And you
0: I, want to see the little ones go first. Yes. Okay. And
1: here's why. 'Cause it gives you a sense of accomplishment, right? Cause if you if you're gonna just put twenty extra dollars a week on a bill, it's gonna take forever to pay down a five thousand dollar bill. But if you're doing it on a five hundred dollar bill, it's gonna go quicker.
0: Only if I I agree with that yeah. unless it's zero percent interest. If it's zero percent interest, I wouldn't touch it.
1: I This is this is what I would tell this is what I would tell a person. Whatever makes you happy, right? Okay. If that if that's gonna make you happy, yes. Um, But you want to see them go. I want to see them go because here's what happens. Not with everybody. You're a a, a financially responsible Mm -hmm. person. You can get that 0% interest and pay it off Mm -hmm. before it's due. That's not what happens 75% of the time. It doesn't get paid off. And here's the little trick. It's not like, let's say you have 0% interest for 12 months. And on 12 months in a day, the interest starts. No, no, no
0: they they come they go down, all
1: the way, way back. back, all the way back. I've had that happen
0: so, with me, so I understand, right. and I am financial savvy.
1: Right. But that's why I don't. I pay no. I personally pay no attention to the interest rate you pay. So, the thing. Sorry, the thing that I do. I am more important than interest rates are fees.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm a little so, stickler
1: about fees. I don't like fees. So, so credit cards now, these, like if you have bad credit, you can still, I guarantee you, if you have the worst credit in America, you t- today can go get a $300 credit card.
0: Yeah, you can. And <laughs> they charge you a fee.
1: They charge you multiple fees. They charge you, right off the bat, $150 fee, annual fee. So now you're $300, you have 150 of it less. And they charge you $9, 10 $12 a month as well.
0: Well, I canceled a credit card that gave, I mean, it was a blessing in the size right. when I first, when I started buying stuff again. Right. Um, because I, I went, like I said, I had a 16% interest rate for a car because I had no debt. Right. So I had to go and get debt to help my credit score so that people would, you know, give me credit. Right. And I got one of those credit cards you're talking about. And I opened up my statement, which I had a zero percent inch. I had zero balance on this credit card. And I got a bill for $8 or $5 or whatever it was. it was. It was a minimum amount. It was between five and 10. And I got upset. I looked at that bill I'm like, why do I have a bill for zero? I have zero balance. Yep. So I had called the credit card company. And I'm like, why do I have a bill for this? I have a zero balance. Oh, that's your annual fee. I'm not paying you an annual fee right. when I have zero balance. So I closed the credit card.
1: Yep. Which, um, right. So I, I had a thought, but I, <laughs> it went flying out of my head. Um yeah, th- those cards I like to try to pay off as quickly as possible and close. Now, when you close a credit card, it t- you take it a day You take hit a hit. But if it's a newer card, then it's not. it's First off, the hit for closing it is only a couple points. Where you get a bigger hit is if it's an older card you've had because there is also part of your credit score length of credit. So, but I'm like, eh, I, I would rather take the hit now and rebuild over time. You know, and all these things we're saying, Really, you should talk to someone before you do any of these things because if you're saving for a house, we could talk about taking a hit now because it doesn't matter, but it might matter to you So um, about those things, but uh, yeah, so those are, those are two of my big things. My other thing is for savings. Is, and this is the perfect time to do it because January 1st is coming around mm-hmm. the corner. I'm a big believer in the 52 Week Savings Challenge. Do you know okay. the 52 Week Savings Challenge?
0: No, I've heard of it before, right. but I want you to explain that to my so listeners. You can
1: go on just type it on a web and you can get one to print out. But if the 52 Week Savings Challenge says... Every week of the year, I'm going to put that number of the week into a savings account. So the first week of January, we put $1 in. Mm-hmm. Week two, we put $2, 3 4 all the way up to $52 at the last week of the year. If you do that, if you do that, that's $1,378 you save for the year.
0: It's funny. I, had, I, I used to belong to a church in Texas, and the church did it. Everybody oh, okay. in the church did it one year.
1: Yeah, it's a great way to, to, to save without... Um, it being a big struggle at first. Now, I know it's, people are like, I don't have $52 a week to save at the end of the year. I like, okay, so modify it. Do- Flip it. So you can flip it, or you can just say, I don't have, I can't save that kind of money. I can't save, when I get up, you do the first 26 weeks, and then you start over for the next 26 weeks. That way, you're still putting, now you're still going to put like $700 away. It's still a good amount of money. It's just, uh, this is the week to start. Because, uh, or the, the, now is the time, sorry. And if, it's, if you're listening to this and it's the end of January, it's okay. Just put the.
0: Start whenever on. you right, listen. Right, right. Yes. Whenever you listen to this podcast, start it.
1: Right. And you can do, and there's all different ones. So there's a 52 week challenge, but most people don't get paid weekly anymore. So you can go out and find a 26 pay challenge. So it does it bi weekly. So you know what to do.
0: Okay. Or you
1: can just do it yourself and say, I'm going to do $10 a week, like you said, and write it down, make a chart. And that way you can just check it off. That is so That's true. That's still $520. That's
0: more than what you had at the end of right. this year if you didn't do it.
1: Because um, here's here's a little secret to why we want you to save. The more you save, the less reliant on credit you will be when there's a problem. And we want you, or I want you, or Freedom wants you, or whoever, Tapu wants you, to try to get a $1,000 into a savings account as quickly as you can. It may not it may be for some people, six months deal, for some people it might be a, a two year thing, because the average emergency is about thousand dollars. Tires go blow or whatever. Because here's what happens. This is the, 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 we've already talked about this ten times. You don't have the money, you have to use credit. Now now you have to pay that credit card bill, and now you have less money. Now another thing happens, and now you have another bill because you didn't have money because you're paying the, it snowballs the other way very quickly. So pay yourself first even if it hurts, even if you have to figure out a way to move bills around because you need an emergency savings. it's That's the key, in my opinion, to some financial security, then there's retirement and stuff like that. But that, that's for a later date.
0: Yes, sir. Well, thank you, Brian, for coming on today and sharing some nuggets with my listeners. Thank you once again for coming on and listeners become a listener supporter. Tune in next time to listen to a genuine discussion with and for genuine folks. Let's play ball and win. This is Taboo Winslow Morris, sole owner and founder of Triumphant Athletic Agency, author, producer, and podcaster. You all have an awesome day. And remember... We're going to save in 2023. We're going to take, we're going to take that challenge, that 52-week challenge, or that 26-week challenge, or even a 20-week challenge, depending on how you get paid. We're going to take that challenge. Thank you, Brian, for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was great. Yes, sir.